2: This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcut, the director of SEO and social media for Advanced Digital. Hello, my friend.
3: Hey, brother. How are you doing? Good. Crazy busy. Getting all set for your trip. Go go. uh, Do a little bit of sunbathing in the volcanic ash.
2: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look like there's going to be any eruptions, but yes, we're going to oh, no. enjoy a nice trip to Hawaii for I, a couple I posted, weeks.
3: I posted a video for you on Facebook of some guys cooking steaks with lava, and I was hoping you would get to do that. I don't know. I really like that sulfuric taste. It's like salt. What, what's the difference? <laughs>
2: <laughs> kind of like rubbing a steak and dirty old egg. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it does look fun (laughs) nice (laughs) yeah i think uh i'm pretty excited though i want the kids to see some some moving lava and at a safe distance and uh (laughs) i think
3: it'll i'm pretty sure it's not that hard to outrun if you need to
2: (laughs) yeah there it's pretty easy i guess as long as it's not in the yeah anyway it's it's going to be interesting lots of driving it's a bit of a haul to get there we're on the other side of the island, but uh, it's going to be a good time. Nice, very good, much needed. Oh my god!
3: <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll take a vacation <laughs> one of these years.
2: <laughs> so, in the last show, we were talking about some of the ranking factors that uh, uh, Martini Buster. What's his uh, real name? Um, um,
3: Martini Buster. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, that's his yeah.
2: <laughs> R- 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 Roger Monty. Thank you, Monty. Right. Um, had mentioned as uh, some, some key factors that he believes are, are playing a role in today's rankings and, well, in, in Google's algorithm. But he also mentioned what might be deprecated. So these are no longer used by Google.
3: Yeah. Well, let's I, discuss
2: I th- and see whether or not whether there's anything to this.
3: And I think no longer used by Google is a stretch,
1: because, yeah. I mean,
3: especially with what he's talking about, like his first one is keywords. Well, I mean, I understand where he's going with this because I've been saying this for a while. It's more about topics now than keywords, especially um, after the pigeon update that that made a big difference as far as semantic phrasing and language goes. Um, But keywords are always going to be somewhat important. You know, if, if you think about the idea of Google, we've said this before Google, when you go on Google and do a search, you're asking a question right? And it's Google's job to figure out what's the best answer to that question. And it's our job to figure out, okay, how do we create the best answer to that question? Well, you can't figure out how to create the best answer unless you understand how people are asking the questions. So you still have to do that keyword research to understand how are people asking these questions, what are the words and phrases they're using the most. Um, But I think where he's going with this is the idea of very highly targeted phrases and building a page of content around a specific Phrase and then building another page of content about a specific related phrase and building another page of content. I think that's where he's going with this. And if that's the case, I agree. Um, it's it's more about
2: topics today than it is keywords. Um, thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it still works occasionally when we've needed to. You know, like when we're doing SEO, let's say we're going on a month-to-month basis with someone, and and we see a, a, a ranking just not taking off, or it's it's moved up a couple spaces. Um, we want to get it a little higher because we know that's going to make that much impact, more of an impact on their rankings. Or oh, sorry, traffic, of course, being our our main goal. Well, we have even recently just added uh, a couple more incidences of the keyword on the page, and it still works. Um, I'm not saying it's it's the end all and be all. Definitely, topics are the importance. Relevance is critical.
3: But I, but, I think yeah. I, I think that goes back to what <laughs> The idea, I actually, see the, the, all three of the first three um, bullets in this list are pretty much the same topic, in my opinion. Right? Yeah. He's got the first three bullets are keywords, focuses on long tail phrases, and a focus on rankings for specific keyword phrases. That's all the same topic, really, because because the, the idea, if we go into topics, if we say okay, the idea is topics today, not keywords. Well, you know, that kind of means. You know, focusing on long tail phrases is kind of a moot point because if you focus on a topic, you're going you're gonna to get those long tail phrases. Same thing <laughs> with specific keyword phrases. Um, I think it's all kind of the same thing.
2: Yeah. Um, I, yeah. And, and I think when it comes down to it, it's, it's to put it in a different way. As you said, we both, I think we both agree that we understand what he's getting at. But I mean, to put it in a different way, it's don't be so focused on the keyword. Go for the topic. Make sure that you're highly relevant in a particular area. Um, use semantically related words when you're writing. Just do natural writing is what it's really what that means. Just write under the same topic, and semantic re, uh, relevance will just appear, and that's what Google's looking for. And there's a
3: phrase we've been using in the industry for a decade or more easily that still holds true today and maybe even more so right for people not search engines right mm-hmm. makes such mm-hmm. a big difference and then this is actually it kind of ties in too if you think about it a, a year or two ago actually it was the beginning of last year I think I was speaking at a conference um, I there was someone on the panel I was on from Google and I wish I remember his name um, but during my presentation I threw out the percentage of 18% right and then uh, after the panel was over, the, the gentleman from Google pulled me aside and says, no, no, it's only 16%. We just got new information, right? What I was referring to um, with the new information, 16% of all searches done on Google still, are, you know, this is the middle of last year. 16% of all those searches, the first time anybody has ever searched for that phrase. 16% of the time. Think about mm-hmm. that for a minute. Mm-hmm. You know, there's 4.7 billion searches a day, so 16% of those is the first time anybody searched for that. So how yeah. are you going to focus on every single key phrase when that large a percentage of the time, there's no possible way to predict it? <laughs> now, I, w- I will say that, you know, my, my personal thought is that 16% is not necessarily – misspellings or a new way to look for something it's because new technologies new products come out. Um, nobody ever searched for Superstorm Sandy before it happened. So a lot of it's maybe news related. There's a new celebrity that pops up that out of, came out of nowhere so people start searching for information about them. That kind of thing. Um, but still the idea is if, you, if there happens to be a new phrase in your market segment and you've built authority and relevancy around a topic and somebody searches for new information in a new way around that topic, you're ahead of the game because you weren't trying to focus on specific key phrases. You're focusing on a topic that can encompass these new searches.
2: Well, if you think about it, there's a lot of things that could explain those. I mean, everything from searching for a person's name that was just in the news to searching for a topic or, 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 or sorry, mm-hmm. a, a piece of content that was just written that you heard about. I mean, it's endless. Just how many things could really equal that sixteen percent? Yep. Um, some of which are, like I say, are, are fairly easy to determine. Of course, many of them may not be. Like, there's a lot of people out there just right. thinking about things that go, "Hey, I wonder if this exists," or "I wonder if that contents." There. Anyway, I'm pretty.
3: Traffic, I'm pretty it. sure there's maybe only one or two people on the planet that would search for this <laughs> phrase, and they're not old enough to yet. But uh, um, they should search for the phrase. I wish Ross Dunn was my father. Nobody has searched for that phrase. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, not until I'm a billionaire, maybe. Otherwise, I don't really see any reason why they want that.
3: <laughs> <I'm busy laughs> but with my own. but, but to, to prove my point, I'm going to search for it right now, and it's going to be one of those 16%.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I sure as hell hope so. <laughs> um, now, the last point was lean code. Now, I don't know. I, 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 is it a benefit? Uh, I mean it's it's about making sure your code is is of high quality not so much lean. I don't never I never really knew of it as being a major issue of any kind for the algorithm. So a
3: long time ago there was there was some I mean a long time ago when we first started this stuff Ross it was really you know, when, when google had a hard time figuring out javascript and they had a hard time you know separating the idea of this is a a comment in the html code versus a actual <laughs> line of code we oh the good talk, old days <laughs> yeah we used to talk about you know r- removing the comments and making sure your javascript is never on the page it's always in a separate file to pr- produce clean code and, and that was when google had a you know, it was was much more difficult for Google to take a page of code and understand it. They're so much more sophisticated today than they ever were. Um, But I think where this lean code would be helpful um, is when you're talking about um, 508 certification, when you're building your pages for people who use like uh, screen readers if they're handicapped and those kind of things. When you do that certification and and validation, um, HTML validation, CSS validation, you end up with leaner, cleaner code. But as a ranking signal, uh, I agree. I don't think it's been an issue for quite some time. So, to say it's depreciated means that it was being used, but I don't think it has been for a while.
2: Well, in this case, he says deprecated. I mean, it's gone. Not even depreciated. Deprecated. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, anyway. (laughs) That was the one that I would just, eh, poo-poo. That one, but... I, it never really existed if it did it was minuscule it was a matter of like you said just it was if you needed that 0.1% advantage maybe
3: <laughs> I, I think i think that lean code thought process is back in the days when people were thinking about keyword density right the same kind mm-hmm. of thing you know and to me keyword density has always been a myth it's never there's never been a real you need a specific keyword density for this phrase it's it's there's so many factors that would determine what a density would be for a certain search on a certain page that that it was just kind of kind of like the keyword meta tag it was something people started talking about that really didn't have any impact
2: you know i i have to admit i mean i for the longest time i had when i was training staff i i made them because we used a grkda keyword density analyzer I, I would use I would tell them make sure that you met this particular percentage because it was easier for them to look at the page and understand it our pages ranked phenomenally now I'm not saying that keyword density was everything it was just a great way to teach them about the the mix of keywords on a page
3: and I don't disagree I, I used to use keyword density in a similar way when I was training SEOs basically to make them think about um, the content on the page you know and mm-hmm. what it was, what it was targeting and that was a great way to get get people to focus on the targeting of the page yeah. but to actually say you know this specific if you have a 4.1% keyword density you're going to do better than if you have a 3.9% density that <laughs> kind of that kind of thing was a myth because there were so many different factors that figured yeah. into which density would work for which searches right too true too true
2: all right. Well, that was, uh, that was interesting. I mean, you know, together with, uh, the other part of the show, that was a significant chunk. Yeah. So nice find, nice find. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That's a good. So, thing. Thank, thanks to Barry. Barry finds some great stuff. I, I when we're preparing for a show, just give him a shout out. We should. I look at Search Engine Roundtable all the time because he's always up on speed. If you go to searchengineroundtable.com, engine roundtable.com, Barry Schwartz is, is he's he's monitoring all the boards for conversations around SEOs. He has great conversations with John Mueller and people at the engines. The stuff that's getting published on Search Engine Land, he's an editor there, so he knows the good stuff. Search Engine Roundtable is a great source for good, up to date information. Just want to give him a shout out because I use it all the time when preparing for these shows
2: yeah yeah he's uh definitely dedicated to put it under as an understatement um yep. and, and then, you know jen from the scm post is doing a fantastic job of that too oh, it's oh, yeah it's amazing much content she puts out in a day oh
3: absolutely that that site came out of nowhere and it's one of the top sites i refer to now
2: yeah well and and, and it's got to be taken its toll because i know a lot of that is her i mean she and she's trying you can tell she's trying to to give uh, barry a run from his money oh, i know busy so good for her <laughs> He's getting slack, right?
3: (laughs) (laughs) He's he's got, Sperry's got so many things he's doing. You gotta get him a
2: little bit of a slack. Exactly. Oh, no, I just love teasing it. Well, you know what? Let's take a quick break and we come back. There's a few more notes here and some other uh, findings.
1: SEO 101 will be back right after recess.
3: at BruceClay.com.
0: Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at OrangeHillDevelopment.com.
1: Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
2: Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. One of the things, actually, we don't have it in the list here, but one of the things I noticed when I was going through his site today was about... uh, how uh, in a couple videos uh, or interviews with John Mueller, uh, people were asking you know, p- participants in the video or the hangouts uh, what you know why their site is a problem, having a problem right now, and are, are they still being affected by a penguin or panda or whatever it might have been? And within seconds, he was saying, "No, I don't see that being a problem on your site right now."
3: I know re- real and, time, real time. I was I read that same article. That's pretty impressive.
2: Yeah, so that gives you an idea of just just how much Google has at their fingertips and how fast they can access it about a website so you know, he says no that doesn't seem to be a problem for your site right now oh and I even see your, your rankings are improving in traffic or like traffic excuse yeah, me
3: <laughs> that one too I was like how the heck is he looking at their traffic unless he's meaning the traffic from google.com right he can look and see that click through yes. rates but how's he how, or maybe they have an analytics installed and they have some some back doors into that who knows uh,
2: you never know but yeah. In any case, it was interesting. And I love that, uh, of course, of course, someone had to come out and say, hey, uh, could you guys release that automated action viewer? Which <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, is <no laughs> no. what they've decided to call it, I guess. But I don't think anyone officially called it that. But, um, and, and I love that Gary Isles from uh, Google says, it's not going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> I'm surprised it was just, yeah, yeah like just, hell. <laughs> just
3: like, uh, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to do it, that.
2: Yeah. It would, you know, to be fair, though, it would be nice if it was just a little more transparent. Like, even if they just said, yes, you're in, in when you log into, um, and should we actually, you know, we should share the, the new name. What's the new oh, yeah. name of Google Webmaster Tools?
3: Yeah. Just, yes, just yesterday, um, Wednesday, they changed it. It's, it's now going to be Google Search Console. And it's, it's That's interesting. It's a little
2: easier to use anyway. I like that name.
3: Well, well, my immediate thought before I read why they did it was they're going to blend PPC tools in with organic tools because it's now just a search console, right? And PPC is search. Um, But what they said basically was they changed the name because um, the tools are not just for webmasters anymore. They're for business owners, SEO experts, marketers, programmers, app developers, and webmasters. So they they, they want to get away from just making making people think it's for webmasters only. They did very specifically say nothing else has changed. They're not changing anything on the inside. Though They do frequently add new stuff. So it it does change on a regular basis. But
2: this is just basically a branding change. And, (laughs) you know, when you think about it, I'll get back to what I was saying in a second. But um, if if they're saying that about the website and I'm going to lose my train of thought, I hope I'm not. (laughs) <laughs> yes, well, you, I am. You lost it. It's gone. I didn't know oh, 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 I know cuz we, <laughs> we were talking about how how the site would uh, might include pay-per-click. you were mentioning that. And I thought, you know, yeah. it would be really smart if they did though, because if, if the average person logged in and then saw just like you see sometimes when you're trying trial software, this area is not a, is not available because you don't have this. And it's kind of a tease. You know, um, well, hmm. well, it would be cool if they integrated the,
3: uh, the 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 keyword research tools now. What's that called again? They change his name. All oh, that they changed his name too. Um, uh, I can't keep up, man. My head's right. spinning. But if they integrated that into the search console cuz right now it's part of the Oh PPC. the keyword planner you mean. Yeah, the keyword planner. Oh, so right okay. now yeah. now it's part of the PPC stuff. So you have to have you have to have a PPC account and you have to log in. But if they moved hmm. keyword planner over into search console they got way too many names. I'm just 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 going kind to of step back and pause and say, "Look, <laughs> just give <laughs> us one thing. Put everything there and we're done." <laughs> exactly. Make it yeah. the
2: the console. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, what I was getting at before about these, this, this action viewer, if they at least just said your site is, it, you know, under the manual actions, if you went in there and just said y- your site is still being penalized by or your still, site is still being affected by this past penalty, that's not telling them a lot. And it would be nice for people to know that they still haven't cleared it up because Google's pretty much a black box when it comes to that kind of thing. Yeah, They let you know you have it, but they don't really let you know when you don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Very true. It's a, so, a bit of a shame.
3: I actually read a thing, and this might kind of play into that a little bit. We we talked last show about the, the new quality control, or the quality, what are they calling it, the quality update?
2: Yes. It,
3: and I read a comment that made a ton of sense to me when someone was talking about this. The quality update, basically what they've done is they've Made an update that rewards good content instead of penalizing bad content, right? Well, when you think about the the mobile update that happened prior to that, that was an update that rewarded people that had mobile sites, not penalizing people that didn't, right? So hmm. it seems like they're on a shift to to change these way these algorithms work to reward good things instead of penalizing bad things, which is, which really is interesting to me, and I hope that continues because that makes a whole oh, yeah. lot more sense. They right, can be yes. less,
2: less negative.
3: Right. <laughs> and that way in Webmaster Tools, when you have bad things, they, they, they can say, oh, it's not a bad thing. We just didn't reward you. We didn't penalize you. We just didn't reward you. Make this better and we'll reward you. And that Yeah, way, we'll give
2: you a smiley sticker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking we could to somebody. would really well if scratch and sniff. Yeah. That we,
3: could, we could get the cool glasses back. Man, if we could get the cool glasses back, that would be so awesome. Do you remember those? We were talking mm. way early. Yahoo, before Google was even in existence, Yahoo was the number one place to get your site listed, and it was the Yahoo directory oh, it was yes. the thing, right? And mm, the the, blast, the, the, yeah. the pinnacle of all online marketing at the time was to get the cool glasses next to your listing on the Yahoo directory.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I want to bring we got to bring back the cool glasses. <laughs> yes, yeah, and, and they could make it all psychedelic like the Google logo. But anyway, yeah. let's take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, we'll talk more nonsense.
1: SEO 101 will be back right after recess.
0: if you are a digital marketer, you don't want to miss this. You can join millions of digital marketers now having free access to the Click It Summit, the worldwide professional digital marketing online summit. Their four-day search marketing summit is coming up on May 25th through the 28th. Register for free at clickitsummit.com forward slash search marketing. No matter where you are located, you can participate from the comfort of your own computer. Again, register for free at clickitsummit.com forward slash As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at max speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com.
1: Okay, class. Take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And welcome back to SEO 101
2: on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hosted by John Carcut, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of step Web Marketing, Inc. All right. The... Is there anything else we need to talk about a Google search about the Google Search Console? Like you said, nothing else has changed. It's just yeah, the name, right?
3: Yeah, it's just the name. I, I, yeah. There, well, there's a new logo. It says Google Search Console. That's it. <laughs>
2: ooh, ooh. I haven't seen yeah. that. I've got to go and see that now. Has it actually been rolled out everywhere, or are they doing their classic um, roll up?
3: I've seen. There's a. There, if you go to the the link I put in our notes, there's a picture of the logo. They have. They do have a copy of the logo. I don't know if it's rolled out everywhere yet or not, but it, it will be soon if it's not.
2: <laughs> uh oh well, well. let's just hope it. Like you said, I think it'd be nice to have some sort of convergence to simplify things. And they better fricking keep the name for a while. I hate <laughs> when they move things around. I hate it. It just ah, does not make it easier for clients. And yeah, sure, it doesn't make our life any easier, but it's really annoying having to explain <laughs> to clients. Ah, oh, yes, yeah, sorry, the name changed. I think I do that every week <laughs> about something. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Like Google My Business, Google Local. What was it uh, first before that? It was Google uh, Places. Oh, it was Google Places, Google Local, Google Plus Local, Google My Google Business. It's this. like, for Pete's yeah. sake, <laughs> I can't use the words I want to use. Darn it! Anyway, <laughs>
3: they need to get Marissa Meyer back just to settle things down. They need a woman in charge over there. Just they saying. do. They yes. do.
2: <laughs> My God, yeah, she whipped them in shape. Yep. She seems to be doing a good job at Yahoo. Oh yeah. Uh, I would never want to work for her, but she seems to be doing a good job.
3: Maybe we need to talk to her about getting the cool glasses back. That's an idea. <laughs> yes.
2: Of course, we'd be the only ones that are celebrating. Everyone was like, what's the, l- are those geeky glasses? There'd there be at least a hundred of us across the nation. We could have a,
3: <laughs> a, a, a cool glasses party via, we can like, do it on the Google hangout or something.
2: You know, we should, yeah, we should make some real cool glasses. Make the, bring them into physical reality. <laughs> <laughs> um and maybe add some tech gadget on it or something and well, it'll be well, a cool glass.
3: So so there is something cool happening um to just to kind of move the show along. <laughs> <laughs> <Come> on, <man. laughs> a- apparently this week Google Twitter's deal is going live. So the, a month or so ago, they announced that Google and Twitter finally came together and made you know, they made nice to each other again. And Google's got the Twitter firehose feed again. Well, it's actually going live, their usage of it. Um, right now, <coughs> excuse me, right now, it's only on mobile search. And mm-hmm. apparently it's only it, when it shows up is pretty inconsistent at the moment. So there's no way to say if you go search for this kind of search, you're going to see it. Or if you search for this kind of search, you're going to see it. So I think it's still being just like Google. I think they're going to they're launching it. It's there, but they're going to, it's going to be modified over time. It's going to get what it is today is not going to be the same thing it is you know a year from now right so I think it's something we need to keep our eye on see how it's working Um, now if we can only get the Facebook firehose into Google they can quit claiming they don't use that data because I know they do I swear they use that data if they don't (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it's interesting too because I just did it. I did a training session today at a local community college. The whole session was how does SEO, how is SEO impacted by social media? And I got to talk about this deal. It just went live. So
2: nice. Wow, good for you. You're all you're way on the cutting edge then than I am. I'm I'm interested, but I haven't paid any attention because it's not yet affecting anyone, and and I doubt it will to any great extent at least right now. But it'll be interesting to see.
3: Yeah, yeah, and and it does well. We we should actually do a show on the ties between social and SEO because there's a lot
2: of them. Well, you know, Even, since you've just freshly discussed this, I'd, I'd be actually interested to ask you some questions. So, right. um, uh, what in your has anything in your opinion changed when it comes to social media and its impact on SEO? Is there any direct relationship anymore, or is it still just a indirect relationship where social creates, hopefully, creates links? So, uh, I
3: personally believe, and this is my personal belief, John Mueller has said on this very show that, that he, no, this is not the truth, but yeah. but I, I, I'm not sure I believe him. <laughs> <laughs> so, we know that for years and years and years, links have been the key factor in understanding if a site has authority or not, right? And we go back to that what we've talked about with authority, relevancy, and trust being the foundation of SEO. and And authority... Is really those off site signals, right? Why would any search engine in their right minds continue to rely solely on links when A, we know that the people don't share things via links as much as they used to at all anymore. They still do, but not nearly as much as they used to. So so the, the link landscape is shrinking. Um, or maybe not shrinking but just not growing as fast as the content landscape is growing right mm-hmm. but we but we know that the the social media is how people share stuff now how they reference it how that authority can really be derived and to not utilize that is just ridiculous in my mind and when we asked John Mueller he said no we don't have access to this right we don't have access to the information in Facebook well
2: he said yeah no Facebook yes but he said yes. he also didn't have enough you know, there's just, there's so many signals. Now, I'm not defending, I'm just explaining what oh, he no. said. Yeah, he said there's so many signals that it was just, it's a bit overwhelming and it's hard for them to determine, um, uh, uh, not authority, but um, uh, what's the word for it? Um, quality, I guess, of the signals they're getting. Um, right. They don't want to be gamed. Obviously, they're pretty sensitive to that. Anyway, that was the impression oh, yeah. that I got from what he said, which I didn't disagree with. I mean, I, I can only we can't even fathom the the, the CPU power would be required. But I think we can <laughs> yeah. both agree that that if anyone could do it, it's them.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's wow. just one that's just one factor. I think you know replacing that authority, social, if it's not now. I think it is at least a little teeny bit. If testing, if nothing else, <laughs> replacing links is the primary identifier of authority, and maybe not even the primary. Maybe they share that responsibility because I don't think links will go away ever as being part of that piece of the algorithm. But I don't think it can be the only piece anymore, right? Um, <laughs> we know so that's one piece. Then social has you know, especially if you're using Open Graph on your websites, and you can actually craft how. The the, the, the the link text and the descriptions and the images that are used in your, when people share your content in social, if you can craft that and you can say, you know, when I'm sharing this, this on LinkedIn, right, and it comes up with this headline, it comes up with this picture and this description, well, then – The links is part of that, but now you can actually use Open Graph to determine how that link looks, what kind of relevancy it's going to have from a textual standpoint. I mean, in social, there's using Open Graph and that kind of stuff really makes a big difference on how effective social can be for you from an SEO standpoint when we're talking about Links from social sites, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the third way social makes a big difference in organic search is just the fact that um, if, you're, if you're really conscious of brand searches, if your business is really reliant on brand searches, and you do a, a brand search and you don't have social, you're going to get your site listed and maybe some some deep links. But if you have social, you might get your site listed, your Twitter account listed, your Facebook account listed. You can own that page for your brand from an organic search standpoint because of social, right? Hmm.
2: Yeah, well, and it's it's one of those things that uh, I have a hard time with because I I try to be on book with Google when I'm talking to clients and saying, well, according to Google, and it's funny I feel like a parrot sometimes. They don't use it, but at least you will get it directly. You know, you'll get the benefit of hopefully mm. a link out of the content that's being created. But in my heart of hearts, I mean, I I still if anyone is somewhat savvy as a client, I always get into why I think that's BS and that, you know, Uh at the very least, getting this kind of social cred is going to pay off in the long run.
3: Yep. And another thing, great thing about social is if you have a relatively new site or a site that's not really big and, and Google doesn't crawl your site very frequently, say maybe they only show up once every month for some reason, submitting your content into social media can get that content crawled faster because they're crawling these social media sites Constantly, right? So if you get if you get a link up in Twitter, a link up in Facebook, or LinkedIn, or somewhere like that, and it gets crawled, it potentially can get your crawled to your site and get your new content crawled faster than if you just rely on your own sites. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh-huh. Well, with that said, uh, I think. Uh we could we could go on for a while about this. Maybe we'll we'll dedicate a show to it. I, I think it would be kind of interesting. But uh, yeah. at, at this point, I think uh, we need to tie things up. Apparently, we're already over our time, as usual. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's, that's why do we even set a time? You know, we should I, just I, I go until we're really... tired. <laughs> yeah, we are
2: the yeah. They should just yeah. I mean, come on, <laughs> give us time to be the to 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 just let all our wisdom out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, well, on that said. Well, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, thanks for joining us today. If you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Google Plus community page, easily found by searching SEO 101 on Google Plus. Have a great week, and remember to tune into future episodes, which air at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, every Wednesday on webmasterradio.fm. Have a great week.
3: Thanks for listening, everybody.